I'm Brad Locke, and you are listening to Prep Rally, a high school sports podcast brought to you by the Daily Journal and djournal.com. Hello, and we're back. Yes, thank you. Don't have time for any kind of clever intro. I've got too much going on in my life at work at this moment. And so uh, I'm uh, going to try to get through this as quickly as possible for my sake and yours. And for James's sake, James here with us. What's up? Howdy, guys. Podgator says, get her moving. Pitter patter. Welcome in. Going to talk the next few minutes about some high school sports happenings in Northeast Mississippi. Thanks for joining us. Find us every Wednesday. We're in iTunes, Spotify, online at preprally.djournal.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter at djournalsports and check out our sponsor, Pizza Doctor, at Midtown Point in Tupelo. Let's just jump right into football news. Season is over for the high schools, but still some stuff worth following. Uh, the big news this week, Chris Chambliss is retiring from West Point after 18 years as the head coach there. He won seven state championships, including uh, the 5A title just a couple of weeks ago, and uh, that was number 12 as a program for West Point. He leaves behind quite the legacy. Um, I mean, he's only 49 years old, but he's been there, like I said, well, 18 as a head coach. Uh, I think it was six or seven years as uh, an assistant coach prior to that, defensive coordinator. So um, he had one year at Caledonia. So he's been uh, like synonymous with West Point football and with winning football. Uh, I mean, led them to eight straight state title games. won those first four, lost the next three, then won the one this year. And a good good way to go out on top. Uh, has a uh, career record at West Point of 206 wins and just 45 losses, 48 and 11 in the playoffs. I mean, won, I think, what, eight or nine division titles, nine. Uh, and, uh, again, the, just the postseason runs they had every year. This wasn't even his best team. But uh, – well, I've been following his career obviously much longer than you have, James. So I don't know what what uh, if there's anything you want to add, just in the the brief time you've gotten to experience West Point football. Well, he ran probably one of the most well-oiled, if not the most well-oiled program in the country, and I have a feeling that with the kind of coach that he is and what he builds, that uh, whoever they hire next will be able to keep it going. Yeah, you know he was an in-the-house hire. Don't know who they're going to hire. I mean, I I have a pretty good idea, but I would be surprised if they went outside. Uh, that's just me talking. I could be wrong, but I feel like I'm not. So uh, they'll go through that process uh, form, formally, of course, and hopefully we'll know before too long who succeeds Chris Chambliss at West Point. Uh, so best of luck to him. He'll probably coach some more in the future. Might You know, he's got his – he's been in long enough to get that Mississippi retirement, so he may – dart across the state lines and coach in Alabama at some point or maybe a private school. We'll see. Uh, The early signing period, uh, mainly for football is what we're concerned with, uh, begins, I guess, next Wednesday? Yep, next Wednesday. I know some other sports you can sign right now, but uh, a lot of our guys are going to be signing and announcing next week. And uh, as I've mentioned to a couple of people lately, I think we've got as much or more uh, power five talent in this region than we've had in a long time. And so let's run down the list of guys we know where they're signing first off. 
or that we're pretty sure we know. <laughs> right. So uh, some of the biggest, so some of the guys that we know are signing. Uh, we, from what I've heard, Jalen Washington of Houston and Xavier Lowry of West Point are both headed to Southern Miss. Right. Uh, Trey Petty, had, who is a three-star out of Starkville, twenty-four-seven Sports, is committed to Illinois. Isaiah Autry looks committed to Oklahoma. Kanan Daniels is. A, appears locked into Florida yeah. and has made pretty clear. He's signing right. next week as well, yeah. Yes, he is. He's pretty locked. Shamar Darden looks like he's going to Ole Miss. William Eccles headed to Ole Miss as well. Jathan Hatch committed to Louisville. Uh, Zach Evans of Shannon committed to Culver Stockton. Jay Stevenson mm. is committed to Tennessee. Kobe Williams of Jay Stevenson, a- Tennessee or Middle Tennessee? Tennessee State. Tennessee State. Okay, Tennessee I'm State. sorry. Okay, yeah, that's the Starkville running back, yeah. Yep, and Kobe Williams of Amory looks like he's headed to Memphis. Memphis, yep. And right now it looks like – right now Tristan Jernigan, and this gets to a, probably the most interesting thing to follow over the next couple of days, the next week. Tristan Jernigan, been committed to Texas A&M since I believe the first day of May. I talked to yeah, him when he first like committed that. and wrote that story on djournal.com. There has been – he has since taken a visit to Alabama, and even today Alabama came to visit him. Nick Saban was in town. Mm-hmm. And not long before Saban came, Texas A&M came in for an in-home visit. So it looks like the two of them are competing for him as well as uh, Ole Miss, which I hear is in the picture. But um, MSU, aren't they in the picture as well? I, I believe so. But it, it seems like – as of recently, it seems like um, it seems like Alabama and A&M have make, made the most noise. In fact, recently I think that Jernigan visited Alabama. So there's been a he lot did, of contact yeah. there. Yeah, of course he's a senior linebacker. Missed the uh, early part of the season with an injury but came back and had a great year. Averaged about 10 tackles a game. Uh, just one of those guys that can make plays in the box or outside the box. He just, he's just very quick and uh, agile and – uh, you know, I noticed every game I covered of Tupelo, you know, he was making plays. Uh, like you mentioned, Saban was in t- If you saw or, or heard a helicopter overhead this morning, about mid-morning, that was probably Saban because apparently he choppered in. <laughs> Par- paratrooped down in, onto the Tupelo campus and, and had a visit with uh, Tristan Jernigan, one of many I'm sure he's uh, making today. As we get ready for this early signing period, we'll have a lot of coverage about that next week. Uh, some of these kids are having formal ceremonies. And the only one, like you said, James, that we ex- aren't 100% sure on really is Tristan Jernigan. Um, so we'll see uh, we'll see how that one turns out. Okay, let's uh, do some basketball real quick. Uh, we had Brendan out at a game last night, Blue Mountain and Wheeler girls. Blue Mountain girls are still undefeated, 13-0 and after taking care of Wheeler. 45 to 32, and uh, well, James Blue Mountain, you know why they're so good? Defense. They keep their foots on the ground. Hey, Arare Foot, Tiana Foot, namely. They're either sisters or cousins. I don't know. There's so many foots. Feet? It's foots. Feet, it just sounds weird to say foots. F O O T E. I think either or probably works. <laughs> Uh, Arari had 16 points. Kiana had 13. And uh, they do play defense very well. They get after you. They press you. They turn you over. I mean, they held Wheeler, like as I said, to 32 points. And they're not going to score a ton, but they can score. Arari's had some really big game scoring. Kiana's uh, a tall, like, six-foot-one guard that's just hard to deal with because she can shoot it and, and uh, handle it, and she's six-foot-one, six foot one, whatever. So, uh, Blue Mountain uh, took control of that game in the uh, third quarter. 
uh, after leading by 10 at halftime and uh, pulled away for the win. And uh, Arari Foot, uh, she hit three three-pointers in her effort. Again, 16 points. And uh, Blue Mountain remains undefeated, one of the few in the area. 13-0. and 0. There we go. Dallas Pounds. How about this kid? Speaking of offense, uh, the senior for New Sight has been uh, on a torrid scoring pace. He had back-to-back 36-point games last week. I saw him on Saturday uh, at the big classic in Biggersville. He had 25 points and a uh, two-point loss to DeSoto Central. And really, uh, he probably would have told you it was not his best game because he missed uh, a few too many free throws, as did the rest of the team. That's Otherwise, they would have beaten a, that would have been a 2A school beating a 7A school. I think he had 26 against Baldwin in the win on Monday, and then he had, I think, only like 17 or 18 last night, whatever. So uh, Dallas Pounds, the 6'4", 6'5", senior, uh, is kind of rounded out his game. He's always been pretty good in the paint uh, and close to the rim. Has gotten even better with the outside shot and, and taking people off the dribble. So just a guy worth keeping an, an eye on there if you haven't seen him play yet. Lee County Tournament coming up, James. you got the uh, – uh, the first time Tupelo's been in it in 19 years. Going to be uh, at Saltillo starting Thursday. Tupelo's boys will play Shannon's boys on Friday. Championships are on Saturday. Tangle on the Trail happening Saturday at Pontotoc, the uh, boys version. The girls will be in January. Uh, got some really good matchups there, South Pontotoc and Holly Springs. Also, we got teams like Canton and Cahoma County and Yazoo City. I mean, you know, so you got some defending champs, some contenders. And uh, some good local teams in there as well. Starkville plays MRA. We're sending you or Brendan to that one. I think we're sending Brendan to that one. To the MRA game? No, to the uh, – well, yeah, that game I think is one recovering. but or, or no, I think recovering South Pontotoc. But I'm sending him to that tournament. Although, feel free to go if you want, James. Should be some good, some good hoops if you have no plans. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Brendan's going to that one. I got North Pontotoc and South Pontotoc the day before. That's right. That sh- should be a pretty good girls game. I think they're both around 9-3. and 10-3, three. Three, yep. 10-3, something like that. And, of course, they're big rivals and everything. So, that'll be a huge game. And get there early, James. It's going to be packed in that little gym at South Pontotoc. They'll have you a seat at the scorer's table, likely. But parking could be an issue. Okay. Duly noted. All right, uh, well, Athletes of the Week is all we have left to talk about. I'm still trying to find a third female nominee, but by the time y'all hear this, I should have found one, I hope, and we'll have the polls posted on our Twitter account at Sports, where you can vote for male and female athletes of the week. So check it out. And, uh, well, like I said, I'm busy. Got stuff to do. So we'll wrap it up, and we'll see y'all next week again. We come to you every Wednesday in iTunes, Spotify, or online at prepperally.djournal.com. I mentioned us on Twitter at djournalsports. I'm on there at Brad Locke. James is on there at JS Murphy Media. And a shout-out to our uh, sponsor, Pizza Doctor, at uh, Midtown Point in Tupelo. Uh, I guess we'll have a podcast next week because it's the 20th. It's not – yeah, I'll be around. So we'll see you then. Thank <laughs> you.